Hello to all our friends in the United States, the UK and around the world. You're listening to Schalke... Schalke America? Schalke America. Ach, Schalke America. Glück auf, okay. Blau und weiß, sein Leben lang. Herzlich willkommen zurück auf Schalke America. I'm your host, Richard Carmen. Joining me as always, co-host Jack Mangan. How are you doing, Jack? Doing excellent. Uh, apparently, Gladbach is just the secret sauce for us uh, this season. Uh, for whatever reason, they Most have seasons. been able to solve the puzzle that is <laughs> that is Schalke. I think a 2-2 yeah. draw earlier in the season, which was one of our better performances, and then uh get a result here as well which is uh which we'll get into but i think most people would find hopefully pretty promising based on how he looks as well 100 100 uh we should play globbach more often it seems like right we also got the before we went on the huge losing streak uh before we got relegated the last win was against globbach two nothing so we seem to have their number which everybody, everybody you know it's funny globbach are the bogey team for byron we're the bogey team for globbach it just works out that way right no we can't beat byron <laughs> anyway, uh, before we get into proceedings today, uh, it is the three-year anniversary of Rudy Asauer's death. Um, so uh, Schalke and everyone, uh, all, all, all uh, Royal Blue families, been uh, honoring his uh, passing, um, the memory of his passing, I should say. Uh, today, uh, also tragically, uh, huge earthquake over in the Middle East, uh, Turkey, Syria, I think in the Lebanon area. Lots of casualties. It's a tragic day. Obviously, the the whole world is. Uh, thinking of of turkey and them and uh you know we we send our condolences there jack but uh no easy way to transition into back into shaka but uh a difficult day overall out of day of remembering and not a day of uh wishing and praying i guess so um going over to uh shaka and the game against gladbach there's no easy way to transition like i said uh you mentioned it drew the game zero zero i see uh eric's in the chat eric good evening sir good evening good to have you on um we obviously came off the backs of the game against Cologne, uh, 0-0 in that game. Played okay. Uh, I mean, obviously some key takeaways. Salazar was good, um, as was Kozuki. Um, Mercedes Jens, Moritz Jens uh, played very well as well. And Fairman got a shutout. Uh, and so going against Gladbach, we knew we had to get some kind of result because at the time we were, what, five points back from uh, Hertha, who were in 17th place, right? If I'm not mistaken, we were... A good bit back. I don't right? remember the specific math at the point last week, but yeah. Um, but uh, we need to get something, some kind of result in this one. And zero zero, we drew them, like you mentioned. We uh, a good result, okay result. It's okay result. Uh, I think that game, and we'll get into it more. But I think the game was calling for a shock goal. That was it was a recipe for shock to score goals. We just can't find the back of the net, Jack. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's two consecutive clean sheets since uh, Jens and Fairman came into the lineup, which is yeah. super promising. Uh, unfortunately, it's also two consecutive nil-nil uh, draws, and that's that's a problem is, you know, we are at the depths of the table. We need to climb. If you're going to climb, you need to win some games. If you're going to win games, you got to score goals. Yeah. Um, so while the clean sheets are, you know, much needed and, and very much appreciated, it's been, it's been great to see um, some, you know, some improved organization the past two weeks. Yeah. Uh, at some point, we got to find the back of the net. We've been struggling to do that. 
Um, <clears throat> I, I think we we did a decent job in this game in getting uh, in sort of like danger adjacent situations <laughs> where where like you know we had the we had the potential for something to become dangerous very quickly if the final ball went through, if somebody had a clean touch. And unfortunately, um, you know, so many of these situations were, were killing ourselves with sort of unforced errors. Like I said, just a bad pass when there's like a through ball available, that kind of thing, um, or a bad touch uh, before the situation can, can really get to like maximum potential. So um, yeah, unfortunate. Uh, But I, I think overall in terms of the performance, while the results, not what we need, um, it was uh, a result that we'll take, I think, against the top half Gladbach team and uh, the performance itself. We were thoroughly competent. Um, that's not something you can, we can say for, for most of the season so far. I think one of the ways to look at it um, is, you know, if you had watched that game and did not know where Schalke was on the table when you were watching that game, would your assumption have been that they were at the bottom of the table? No. For me, I would have said absolutely not. We looked every bit as competitive as Gladbach, if not slightly better Um particularly at the end of the second half when the game kind of opened up a little bit more and we started piling on the chances. So um, I think some, yeah. some strong t- some things to take away positively from the past two results. And yeah, we need to get the wins. We need to score the goals, but um, you know, these performances are much improved and gives me a little bit more hope uh, for trying to make the climb. You uh, Schalke fans were thinking where the hell has this been all season, right? They look at least in Bundesliga squad. And uh, yeah, this is a similar uh, theme. We were talking about the last game where, Lots of chances created, not that final product was missing. And again, create a bunch of, you know, danger adjacent plays. And just that last play is missing, whether it's, you know, throughout or whomever. Um, overall, and the game got better. We got better as the game went on, which is uh, a rarity, it seems like. Usually we start the game well and it eventually fades into oblivion. But uh, a, a nice change of pace in that regard. So there are positives. I agree about that. Uh, before we get into the lineup, I see all Waffles in the house. Uh, I do want to do a quick, quick plug here. Um, new website is up uh take it out check it out chocolateamerica.com you can uh just scroll around there has got you know we got blogs out there we're gonna try to write some more uh, obviously you know that all this kind of stuff now check it out it's in the it's still in the works but we mentioned the discord channel discord channel is up if you stick around to the end of the podcast we'll send you an exclusive invite be the first ones to be on the discord bear with us we're we're, you know, we're working we're working through it as as best we can as we get uh as it evolves but Nonetheless, let's get back to the uh, the lineups, Jack. A uh, little deviation there. Um, yeah, let me put the lineups on the screen here. Um, looking at our starting lineup, uh, Fairman, obviously back in net, like you said. Um, Uronen, Jens, Yoshida, Bruner in the back. Um, we went with um, 33. Whoa. Oh, the new guy. The new guy's in, playing the holding midfielder role. Um, I'm used to here seeing his uh, first name, not his last name. Uh, now the name is escaping me, his first name. Uh, but Kazuki, Kral, Kraus, and Skarka uh, ahead of him with Taroda up top. Um, I mean, this, this, this is the same as the 4 5 1. I, I looked at it more as like a 4 2 3 1, Jack. Uh, I don't know what how you looked at it, but uh, thoughts on the lineup? Yeah, I mean, I definitely saw it more as either like a 4 5 1 or sort of a 4 3 3 shape, um, kind of if you wanted to look at it that way too, um, more than a 4 2 3 1, which is what we've been playing recently. Um, it was kind of flexible in different phases of the game, though. I think actually against the ball, it almost looked at times we were playing almost like a four-four-two diamond, where um, one of the wingers um, would come up to occupy uh, the opposite center back from whatever one Toronto was occupying, um, and then we'd have somebody covering uh, their central attacking midfielder from kind of from their four-two-three-one. 
um, as, as well. So almost kind of like a 4-4-2 diamond against the ball at times. It was interesting. So like at times it'd be Kazuki yeah. that was coming up. At times it'd be Skarka that was coming up, um, always alongside um, Tirada. But um, yeah, interesting that Tirada gets the start here um yeah. i mean maybe not i mean like obviously he's supposed to be our premier guy um and you know potentially rice wants to give him a little bit more time um i just i just kind of i guess was at a point where i wouldn't have been surprised if we started seeing less of him in a starting role but we'll see how that goes going forward uh kazuki starting again which you know we'd love to see obviously based on how he started uh skark a decent performance in his debut uh last week so i wasn't upset about seeing him i'm not surprised until they see him over like bolter right on the left wing improved so performance i thought yeah yeah um uh balanta uh straight into the lineup um uh, found that mildly interesting and that Danny lots was out of the squad entirely was he injured i don't know but um i didn't catch that but maybe Crawl and Kraus, two two faces we're very familiar with. Um, Ernan back in there in the starting lineup again. Um, and then uh, Jens Yoshida, same kind of basically the same back five, um, back four plus goalies as we had uh, last week. Yeah. Um, some guys that were introduced in the second half. Um, well, Bruner got in, picked up an injury. He came out, Mehmet Iden. We got to see him <clears throat> for the first time in a few weeks. Thomas Oyan back in our lives. He's back in. I have a feeling he'll be starting the next game. Uh, he looked pretty decent uh, coming on. Uh, Boulter came on, I think, for Skarka at one point, uh, or maybe it was um, Kazuki. I think it was Kazuki. Uh, Torta came off for Michael Frey uh, and uh, Fry, and he. Uh, I, I, the jury's still out about which is, who should be our, our, our top striker because uh, none of them are performing at the moment. Frey's gotten close, I guess, um, recently, the, the few games he's played. But, uh, I mean, overall... Not a bad game. You mentioned it. We, we kept getting better and better. I think the one thing that my one big gripe in this game outside of the goals is no Rodrigo Salazar. I thought this game was begging for, for Salazar. Um, the game, as you mentioned, we started out fairly fairly uh, slow. A lot of possession there for for Gladbach in the first half. Uh, we were bending, not breaking. Fairman may hit some saves when he had to. Uh, but again, we, we, we kept it 0-0 and I think by holding it to 0-0 in halftime, it kind of projected us into that second half and kind of sort of built the momentum. Game got wide open, like you said, uh, started getting chance after chance. And the one guy I thought we could have used in that second half, I don't know how well you thought, Rodrigo Salazar for me was a guy who should have came on early, not just you know, not just come on, but coming early. That didn't happen at all. Uh, thoughts on the omission of, of Salazar? Well, I agree, particularly, as I mentioned, kind of later, maybe the last 15 minutes or so, the game really opened up and started becoming a little bit more chaotic end-to-end. Um, which I think was to our benefit. I think if we had Salazar in those transitional moments when there was a lot more space, that definitely could have been useful. Maybe we get the goal that we needed. Um, I don't. I do think Rice came out midweek and, and basically said, "Hey, you know, I know that everyone wants to see Salazar, but he actually isn't a hundred percent yet, and so we okay. need to be careful with him. So perhaps okay. that's the reason for the lack of sort of consecutive usages. Um, I find that somewhat suspect, just because you know he came in and he looked pretty good. <laughs> And looked pretty fine. I mean, like he was he was playing it. He didn't look like he was, you know, nursing an injury or not at 100 percent. He looked pretty sharp as he well. Like 30 minutes or something small. Exactly. So I'm not saying that Salazar needs to start right now if we're trying to kind of work no. him back to fitness or something. But like the idea that he can't play at all is interesting. Maybe it was a tactical thing. You know, who knows? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know what you mean. I mean, we're obviously going to be frustrated to not have Salazar on the pitch. We're struggling to score goals. Salazar is one of our most dangerous offensive threats. So naturally, you know, we're going to want to see him as much as possible, but um, hopefully we get that, you know, in the next game against, against Wolfsburg. 
Wolfsburg, uh, Wolfsburg, Gladbach, uh, certainly a team that can be dangerous, right? Uh, obviously, the guys like Marco Taram, uh, Kramer, Hoffman have always, at Stindl, they've always terrorized us. Uh, a guy I was thrilled not to see start was Plie. Plie when Plie and Taram get together, I mean, it's usually lights out. Those guys are so magnificent together. He didn't start in this one, uh, which was nice to see. Though Gladbach played their best when he wasn't on the pitch, I thought, uh, I think for me, the best player on the pitch for Gladbach, outside of, you know, Omelin made some good saves in the game. I think Kone. Kone was everywhere, I thought, in the first half. Uh, very influential, bringing the ball up, being the creative spark, it seemed like, getting some chances. Um, I was That was my big worry in the first half, and even parts of the second half before he came out, that Kone was going to be the one who was going to split us open. Did you have that same feeling, or was there anybody else on the team that, that you thought was playing particularly well against us? Yeah, I thought Kone, yeah, particularly in the first half, um, was finding some opportunities around the edge of the box, kind of on the shoulder to, uh, you know, people were kind of backing off him a little bit and he was whipping some shots in. Uh, forced at least one, you know, pretty good save from from Fairman. So, yeah, he was shifty. He was, you know, he's pretty clean on the ball. He definitely looked dangerous. Um, I thought there were a couple Godlock players were pretty good. I thought Hoffman was decent this one. I thought um, both of their fullbacks were, were pretty good. Um, in this game, Itakura was great. Had like one marauding run in the first half that he also took a shot off and forced yeah. a save from Fairman, which was pretty scary. Yeah. Um, uh, love, love Itakura. Didn't love that against us. Um, but fortunately, I think, I think Kramer was kind of poor in this one. Tron was okay. Stindel was okay. So I think, you know, some of their offensive players weren't maybe firing on, on full cylinders. Stindel missed point blank a couple of times. Yeah. I mean, I think they, they, they didn't really create any more than we did, is what I'm saying. Like, no. it, they, they were not like, significantly more dangerous than we were in this game i think we had a similar number of shots a similar number of shots on target um you know a similar number of kind of like big chances that kind of stuff uh there was a lot of stats that were pretty you know much in line in this game um yeah there you go uh and possession not not crazy out of whack either so um like i said this was a game where we looked very much in it very much competitive despite you know maybe not winning the xg battle in this one we were pretty close to it and looked the more likely to score in terms of kind of the moment, the momentum of the game, at least once again, it's kind of like we didn't create the chance. We were like one pass away from there being a chance kind of there to be had. Um, and we just couldn't, couldn't get it, but um, certainly worked our asses off in this game. Like Skarka was very industrious. Also had a yes. you know decent number of shots in this one too, but um, you know, we, we looked very organized. Uh, it, it's, it's always easy to tell like when, when you, when you go from, a situation where it's kind of chaotic and, and you go to a coach that suddenly has like a plan and some structure and you can see some, some defined shapes and, you know, the way they're going about, um, you know, trying to break people down and everything or, or, or you know, defend against the ball. It's, it's nice to see. So definitely the last two games in particular, um, you know, not what we want to see offensively ultimately, but much better organized um, and, you know, very solid. Uh, yeah. And at least gives us a platform to try to attack the rest of the season, um, which was what we needed. We needed to calm down after that Leipzig game because, you know, that could have really shaken the confidence and everything, you know. Absolutely. It could have. Uh, so we bounced back pretty nice after that game. Uh, shout out to uh, Eric. Oh, let's go. I already said hi to Eric. Uh, Wafflo Edwin's in the house, as is Mr. Gambino and Cascadian Pixie uh, on Twitch. And he says, uh, they say, uh, if we keep playing like that, we'll get ourselves out of the cellar. I agree. If they played the way we played against Gladbach, uh, even Cologne to an extent, we should be out because we look like a Bundesliga team. We just got to get some goals. And that's the th- that thing. We got to, once we can unlock that, whether it's Kazuki, Skarka, Salazar, whomever, we need to get some goals. That's the bottom line. Um, so getting shutouts is nice. It's good for Fairman's confidence. It's good for defense's confidence. I think Jens has been a, a revelation for us in the two games he's played with us. It's gonna it's gonna be good to have uh, Oyan back. 
Bruner, we'll see what his status is going to be. But, you know, I'm confident with Mehmet Aiden as a, as a right back. Uh, maybe not so much with Matriciani. Um, but uh, I agree with your point about uh, Skarka. Skarka, I thought, was much better in this game than he was in the last game. I think he was poor in the last game. But last game, he looked like he was lacking pace in some of those counterattacks. And in this game, I thought he was actually looked fairly pacey compared to the, the week before. Yeah, I, th- I think Skarka and Kazuki actually are, it was our wingers that were our most dangerous players yeah. in this game, yeah. um, both in terms of like the shots they were taking and everything. And then obviously Kazuki um, uh, won some corners, won some free kicks for us as well, um, so helped create some set pieces. Uh, so yeah, so both of our wingers actually, which is which is funny because like for the last several years, like our winger play has been like non-existent or like very, you know, very weak. Um, and then finally out of nowhere, we, we you know, managed to bring in Skarka on loan. Uh, Kazuki, we just kind of, pull out of a hat it seems and uh fortunately getting a little bit of uh not, if not production necessarily in terms of a ton of like gold or anything and t- at least some some decent performances from those positions so yeah. hopefully that continues um Belanta in the midfield um yeah. thought he was kind of suspect in uh with with the ball at his feet early yellow. um but uh but yeah definitely solid in challenges and if, if we're bringing him in to just be an enforcer um, which potentially allows maybe Tom Krause to get forward a little bit more. I'm kind of okay with that. So we'll, we'll see how he does. Yeah, it definitely looks like a walking red card. Um, uh, and, you know, not not the best with his passing in this game. Don't we have that with Crawl times, already? But, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you thought it was Crawl. Belanta <laughs> sort of looks more like it. He's, you know, like he slapped somebody in the face. He looks physical. Is, but he looked physical. Yeah, someone, absolutely. Uh, someone made a comment about the, uh, the next Jermaine Jones. It possibly could be, right? Yeah, um, yeah. But, um, yeah, thoughts on his performance overall? I thought it was decent. I agree. I thought it was decent. Uh, when he got that early yellow, I was like, "Oh, what's going to happen here? He's going to have to come off." But he he composed himself afterwards and 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 eventually came off. You know, late in the second half. Uh, but I thought it was a, a decent performance. Um, when he had to, he would make some tackles, play physical. What I think you need to, because uh, some of these you know, some of these teams in this Bundesliga, you have to be more physical to kind of intimidate them to play back into the wings, right? And I think uh, Balanta did did well at that in that aspect. Um, but yeah, it was, it was overall decent performance by him um hopefully he can contain those yellows for a little bit later in the game so it doesn't leave us you know pulling our hair out possibly but uh, uh let's see what eric says here he says um i thought kraus is pushing forward hard as well reminded me a little bit of the old goretzka yeah yeah kraus has been i think I like undoubtedly our best player this year uh he's been the most consistent he's given us the most opportunities he'll go for shots you know all the time uh very similar to what salazar was doing to for us last season um uh, in the fight league so um yeah, overall, good performance. I mean, the, the second, like you said, once that game started opening up in the second half, we started creating those chances and getting more and more. We looked the more dangerous of the two teams. Um, and I, I was hoping and praying that we were going to get a goal. We just could, like you said, we couldn't find that final pass. Um, Itakura made a good stop on Bulter at one, one point, one on one. Um, Omlin had a couple of big saves in the second half. I, th- I think maybe on Fry, uh, Fry or one of them on Toronto as well from Toronto. Yeah. Kraus as well, right? A header maybe again in this game. Yeah, um, possibly. But uh, yeah, ended up zero zero. Uh, that was it like four, five minutes of stoppage time or something. I, I we get so close in the third or fourth minute stoppage yeah. time, but pff, not meant to be zero zero. Uh, overall, not the worst result, right? Because we picked up a point and now we're within three. So I think we were four points back before on uh, Hertha. We're now three points behind Hertha, uh, five behind Stuttgart, uh, for the last two spots in the relegation there. So, um, not bad. It could be a lot worse, obviously. Um, you know, I mean, that's what I'm saying is this is the first time in a while that I feel like we've put in the performance where I was like, that was that looked like a solid Bundesliga team yeah. playing that game, yeah. which has been a problem. Also, set Vandenberg back in training. 
So there's a chance that he, yeah, within I saw the that. next couple weeks, may, so he actually may be able to play a role this season, which would be nice if we could give you know Yoshida some rest and have some depth potentially at the center back position. Morris Jens, while we're talking about center backs, another good performance from him, I felt, made a incredible recovery run at one point and yeah. sliding challenge in the box to potentially save a goal. I think that was on term, right? Or was that later in the game on somebody else? I forget. But you no, know, it was on term. Yep. Yeah. Um. So you know, nice performance from him again. Cedric Bruner. On I hope he's okay with that injury. I got hit in the face. Cedric Brunner is not somebody that has really ever blown me away. I think that was maybe his best performance. Who was Brunner? Oh, so yeah, far, yeah. I yeah. thought Brunner was was um, very good in this game. I thought he was crisp and kind of quick with his passing and decision making. Yeah. I thought he was a little bit more aggressive in transition and was and was playing a bigger role in in you know the final third and in yeah. some of those midfield spaces than he typically does in possession. Um, I thought it was a good performance from Brunner. Um, so you know, hopefully he's okay. Uh, the one positive, if it isn't, is that you know potentially it kind of forces us to see a little bit more of. And if he gets an extended run of games here, then maybe we could finally definitively kind of form an opinion on him. We just haven't seen him long enough or consistently yeah. enough, I think, to kind of like really definitively or concretely establish his level. But um, yeah, and then the other thing I wanted to mention real quick uh, in terms of the last kind of player thing is just Fairman. Um, you know, four saves today, one really nice one with his legs on that kind of like triple save thing where he had like, you know, a couple of players block a shot. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, like once again, Fairman contributing to two consecutive clean sheets hopefully he keeps it up was pretty good in terms of his long passing as well in terms of his accuracy there i think he was like 66 percent yeah completion on his launch passes which is an improvement of what we've seen you know uh sometimes recently as well so um yeah not bad overall I, i'm i'm pleased with that sticking on the defensive front i thought um this is the first game i saw that i was unimpressed with urinan uh the youngster i thought he uh, was very quiet in this game when when he is called to be much bigger role right at the bruner fantastic a good game like you said um he was definitely more evident than urinan was and i thought when uh oyan came on it was it was a lot better even though it was a small sample size right uh and yoshida you know he's been playing well the last two games uh, he's been helping jens in, in in the last two games um helping with the shutouts that, you know that fairman's been getting and that triple save you talked about, I think Jens Fairman and Yoshida all got a block on that one play. Um, though it'll be a question. I mean, like, who would Jens has got to stay in the lineup if 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 you bring Seth Vandenberg back in, do you or do you or just play Vandenberg on the bench? I mean, Yoshida, his obviously big telling weakness is the speed. Um, because he can read the game, he, he's he's very intelligent, but the pace he does not have. Uh, and Seth Vandenberg is a little bit more pacey, a little bit. Yeah, I think Jens has looked good so far. I don't think you necessarily have to rush Vandenberg back into the lineup, but it, it would be, once again, an opportunity to rest an older Yoshida's legs, yes, who's been sort yes. of our mainstay all season. Um, or, you know, I don't, like I said, just keep people fresh and have some depth if needed. Um, it's important. Uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, it, it'd be nice to have, you know, a third competent uh, center back. As far as earning goes, um, I thought he was very tidy with his passing, but I don't think he was particularly dangerous with any of it like i don't think no. he you know, and, and when you're playing like the left back position for example you would expect to maybe have like a decent like progressive passing distance i don't think he did in this one um so i, I just he, he was fine it just yeah I, I don't think he really stood out um in this game uh Oian looked pretty good when he came on um one big defensive play from Oian as well um so yeah i don't know uh, i'm i would still prefer thomas Oian. i think he looked bad kind of in the first half of the season at times, but I'd give him another shot still. Um, if uh, would you agree his crossing and everything, his delivery was just like weirdly not on par. Yeah, it's kind of what we saw so with Oyan first half of the season, where he just wasn't get to where where we needed to be. 
Um, and so that has to improve. He's young. I get it, you know, uh, but he he certainly needs to work on his crossing ability for sure. And and um, helping out in that final third with, with the assists or whatever, uh, I think he needs to get more involved. Um, I, I don't know about you. I mean, if Bruner is not ready to go, I am personally salivating at the, at the opportunity that you see Oyan and Chan and Chan and Chan Aiden on either side, just marauding down the pitch, uh, swinging in balls for Toronto or whomever in the middle. Um, I want to see that because we haven't seen that much this season. We saw last season in Fight the Liga. Uh, we have yet to see it in this league so far. You just see when one wing yeah. is on, the other one's off. I can see both on for once and see what happens. And I would agree. I think both of those players in particular, um, over. Renan and Bruner are more likely to to get forward and whip in some of those balls and, and be more impactful in the final third in the offensive end. So, um, yeah, like I said, hopefully Bruner's okay. We need the, we need the depth for sure, and Bruner actually looked very good in this game. But um, yeah, wouldn't be upset to see more of Biden as well. And I think the rotation thing is going to be good, big coming up here um, and remaining here in February. We have obviously Wolfsburg this Friday, uh, Union Berlin following that the Sunday following, and then uh, Stuttgart uh, before we get into some uh, heavy games in in, in March. Um, so rotation may be required, especially for the defense for the for the defenders, especially Yoshida. Uh, and I mean, maybe it's Union Berlin match that you bring in Seth Vandenberg because uh, I think between Wolfsburg and Union Berlin, Wolfsburg probably the more winnable game uh, if you're going to win. Stuttgart is obviously the game you want to have, so give Yoshida a break and Union Berlin having come back for Stuttgart ready and healthy, uh, get with more energy, and then hopefully we can steal three points there from our friends at Stuttgart Americana. Um, but I agree with your point there. You know, he the rotation probably needs to happen, uh, especially down the stretch here, because we've had way too many injuries. And as the team is getting healthier, maybe to Rice's point, you want to hold back a little bit and kind of rotate a little bit more, right? And hopefully, see a lot more salads are on, on that and that note as well. But uh, yeah, um, I haven't looked at the schedule, but like I'm assuming there's probably going to be another like English Vulka at some point before the end of the season as well. Maybe there won't be. Um, you know, but if there is, that would be another, you know, time where it's once again useful to have that additional option. Kaminsky is healthy as well, I think, right? Um, we've yes. seen him on on the bench uh, as it, uh, recently, I think, and, and he was out for most of the first half of the season too. So don't know how he would look in the Bundesliga at this level. We haven't really seen a lot of him this season, but potentially another option. Um, so nice that we're finally getting kind of close to our full complement of players. That was a huge part of the issue. The first couple games of the season, we looked okay. Looked like there was a chance that we could kind of hang around, and then the injuries hit, and you know, it, it very much deteriorated. But um, you know, we've gotten a couple important reinforcements. It looks like um, during the the winter pausa um, and in this winter break, and then in addition to that, we're getting some of our players healthy as well. Um, I think Rice is you know providing some additional organization um, and uh, it gives us a platform to try to do something. You know, it's still going to be a, a tough climb, and I, I'm not saying that we're have suddenly flipped the script over the course of two weeks, but uh, I'm, I'm definitely more optimistic than I was, I think, uh, when we were sitting at home watching the World Cup, kind of yeah. pondering uh, <laughs> our future there. What's going to happen? <laughs> yeah. uh, I agree. I'm looking here at the schedule, uh, and it looks like we don't have an English vocal for the remainder of the season. Uh, obviously, we're out of the out of the Pokal, uh, but most of the games are you know six to nine days apart uh, from here on out. So, I mean, unless something happens where we got to reschedule a game or something, we should not have an English Volca. Now, it doesn't mean teams like Dortmund or, or Leverkusen or something like that might not have it, or Bayern, right? Um, but uh, I don't see one right now. So that's 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 good at least, right? Because uh, we I don't think we would do well in those kind of weeks. Obviously, we did okay. Got shellacked, you know, in the middle of those two of those three games. But uh, overall, it wasn't bad. Uh, I should take it back. We lost 3 nothing in the first game. <laughs> but, you know, I digress. Um, not a representative 3-0, though. Correct. It was much better for most. I, of the, I think two of those were late goals that were just kind of fell apart. But I we agree. Were decent in the game. 
I agree. Uh, next game is against Wolfsburg. Uh, why don't you tell the chat uh, your thoughts on the game ahead while I send them, send them the Discord link? Sure thing. Well, uh, Wolfsburg, decent campaign. Uh, once again, been a team that's really kind of kicked our ass recently. Um, if I'm being honest, if, I, if memory serves, I feel like most of the time we face them over the past few years, it has not gone particularly uh, well for us. They're coming off of a defeat, I believe, but that's a 4-2 defeat to Bayern Munich. Uh, which is certainly understandable, despite you know your feelings on Bayern Munich's relative performances this season, maybe compared to what they're capable of. Um, but uh, yeah, it's going to be another tough one. Um, but you know, if we can play like this against Gladbach, you know, potentially there's a chance we can we can repeat that. Um, it'd be interesting to see you know who who's starting at the number nine position for us, whether or not it's Torado, whether it's Frey, you know, or somebody else gets a look. Um, you know, Richard, you wonder if at some point we do see top. This season, I, I find it unlikely, so. but you know, maybe if we keep same thing with Sane, right? CD Sane, you want to see him, and that's what I'm saying. I mean, like particularly if we're not scoring goals, you wonder if they try to change the personnel again at some point this season yeah. and, and do something there. But uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing more of Kazuki. Hopefully, some solids are back into the lineup, um, and I wouldn't be upset if Scarp was starting again. I'm, I've been okay with him so far. How about you? Yeah, no, uh, I agree, and I, I, I agree with also um, uh, with El Waffle saying we should have won probably in the, in the Henrunda in that game. You know, I'm hoping that they're they're at a place where they're. I mean, they're still battling for Europe at this point, but they're five points away. Um, maybe they're convinced enough that they're not going to get it. That there's so much a gap that they're going to be on this. I would like to call vacation mode. Uh, and you're just playing. You know, you're just playing playing through the motions and not really invested in the game. And hopefully, Shaka can catch him by surprise. That's my hope. It doesn't. I don't think it's going to happen. It's still too early for that. But um, it's a team certainly that I think. We can. I mean, we we did okay in the first matchup, but like I said, against them, and uh, um, there's some players obviously that 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 frightened me on their team. But overall, if we can contain some of those guys like Baku, who was pretty strong in the last game, um, well, well, that's the key. Block down their danger men, and have a good game plan like Bryce has had the last two games. And for heaven's sake, find a way to score. If we can find a way to score, and we somehow play the way we've been playing defensively. I, I that's all I really want, right? Like we got to we have to be strong defensively. That is number one, but we also got to score goals. We can't win. We can't just tie ourselves away down the rest of the stretch and hope to be surviving. Yeah, no, I I, I definitely agree. Um, absolutely. Uh, like, like I said at the top, the, the 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 improved defense, the clean sheets recently have been have been a welcome change of pace, particularly on the heels of that you know drubbing that we had against Leipzig. But uh, at some point, got to find the back of the net. Um, don't know who it's going to come from, but it's got to come from somewhere. Uh, I think if you were a gambling man, you'd probably bet that Zalatar has something to do with it. Probably Kazuki as well. Um, would love to see those two on the pitch together more okay. often with more minutes down the stretch. Um, <clears throat> you know, yeah, we, I think we maybe we drew Wolfsburg um, earlier this season, but yeah. uh, but you know the previous four games before that they beat us. So yep. um, I think it was, I think it was five nil the game before that as well. So uh, they've been kind of a bogey team for us historically recently. Um, anyway, though, yeah, more optimistic than I probably would have been uh, on the heels of the Leipzig game based on the last couple of weeks, in particular this one. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Um, not sure where my link isn't going through, but we'll we'll, we'll make sure we post it there uh, somehow, some way. But uh, yeah, game against Wolfsburg Friday, two uh, thirty game. So you typically when the games are two thirty Eastern time, I should say. Typically the games on Friday are usually the early game, uh, so it's a normal after uh, normal late late slot uh, for the Bundesliga, which I, it's, I'm happy to see. It's easier for me to watch the game uh, when it's like that. So uh, yeah, uh, we'll see what happens. Um, 
I'm excited. Uh, good to see the healthy bodies coming back, like Vandenberg today, as you mentioned, and some of these other guys starting to get healthy as well. We need them down the stretch. Um, just keep doing what we're doing. Find a way to break that that gold duck. I think uh, one goal and maybe floodgates open. I don't know. Maybe that's the wishful thinking, but just gotta get at least a goal. Come on, get a goal and keep the shutouts going. Is that too much to ask for, Jack? It's not too much, is it? We'll see. Hopefully, man. <laughs> Hopefully, it's it's. I don't know. I, this season's been weird, it, and you know you never you never know. Bochum winning this past weekend, not helpful. But there's a bunch of other teams that are in bad form as well, and I think. If, if I mean, maybe not results, but if performance is what you're going by, we're kind of on the ascendancy and there's some teams that are, you know, continuing to drop. So anything can happen. The math is certainly still there. We have enough games left where it's definitely possible that we could that we could affect something. So, um, mm -hmm. you know, fingers crossed. Uh, if you're in the chat, Discord link is dropped. Go check the invite out and join us. And uh, one place to talk about Schalke for uh, for the English fans. There's plenty of uh, German uh, discords going on, but let's do the Let's do it with the English side. Get us all together and. Uh, Talk some shock in there, so uh, and we'll definitely take your recommendations and, and stuff like that on that. So, yeah, uh, big game. I don't got much else to talk about. No other news, really. No noteworthy news this week. Um, as we mentioned at the top of the hour or top top of the hour uh, at the beginning of the show, this is the three year anniversary of Rudy Assauer's passing, uh, and so a lot of obviously thoughts. Uh, notes were going around on on the Shaka Twitter uh, today about that. So uh, three years already, Jack. It's been it seemed like it's just slow by. It seemed like it just happened. So. Uh, Time flies like that, I guess. Um, anything else you want to talk about today before we wrap this one up? Uh, two things real quick. Okay. Um, I think one thing is I've been seeing some some conversations about Tony's. Okay. Um, in uh, about him coming back, I think I think Hoop Stevens had a thing that said like he could help the club and the fans have to think about what's right for the club. Um, which I don't <laughs> think is going to go over well with significant portions of the fan base. But um, well, let's get into that. I'm just saying just something to keep an eye on potentially. There's been some whispers about you know potentially uh, potentially return for him or some sig more significant involvement like financially and stuff uh to help us and that could be a potential flashpoint between once again the the fans and the and the organization. It absolutely is, uh but again, it's it you have to th think about it. it's it's hard to think, right? You know what we all what all the fans think about about him and 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 the point. But we are struggling massively defense or financially. We cannot afford anything right we can't even afford afford a bag of balls um and we're struggling at the bottom of the table you know and if if somehow we get relegated again even when we don't get relegated we're hurting for money we're so much in debt yes we could use his money but it's it's him it's 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 almost like i'm not gonna call him i'm not gonna call him the devil but he, no one looks kindly upon him and everything that he's done the actions he's done uh and so that's like that's like asking an outside billionaire yeah. to come in and it, help us out you know it, part of me is conflicted on it just because i don't think that it's necessarily fair to be like you know this person's re beyond redemption forever because they made one you know completely asinine and, and racist and insensitive statement that they should just be ostracized from society for the rest of their lives indefinitely something along those lines yeah. but at the same time like you know the fan base basically demanded that he be ousted because of those comments um it's hard to disagree with that Yep. Um, we've we've managed to secure promotion uh, without his help during that time. So that the idea that we would kind of go back to that well now when we're in the Bundesliga um, and also beyond a transfer window for him to really kind of affect things in terms of sort of, you know, some an injection of resources to go purchase players. It's just kind of weird that the conversation's happening at this moment. Um, and I think, yeah, there's probably some people that are 
not happy with Hope Stevens for that. It doesn't seem like the kind of person necessarily cares that much. Um, but uh, you know, that's why we love him, right? He, obviously, he has status as like a club legend, and that might, yeah. you know, do something to to affect that. But uh, like I said, something to keep an eye on in the background, just because I've been hearing more chatter about that recently. So maybe there's something and, in the and, works. Or... And to the counterpoint, you know, with with last year being the fight the league with not as much fun financial funds. We found a way, or maybe Rovin Schroeder found a way to get us back 100 million euros because we were what 225, 250 in the hole, and then we when we came up, we were 140 in the hole, so we, we gained back 90 90 uh, million euros somehow. Um, so we were trending in the right direction. Um, the question is, do you want to you know sell your soul and get them the financial funds, or wait it out and hope we can figure st- you know we can stay in the Bundesliga and keep keep building upwards and and be um, a solid club going forward financially and independently, I guess. Well, if Leeds United manage to avoid relegation and they, you know, secure a permanent signing of Weston McKinney, I've, I've heard rumor that we have a cool $900,000 coming our way. Uh, so, Spending uh, spree. Yeah, we, we can go gangbusters with that. That's, that's a, that's a big chunk of change <laughs> for old Schalke at this point in time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 900,000. I don't know. Yeah. If they get relegated, they might not, we might not see that. He might be go back to Juventus. Who knows? Uh, but uh what was the second thing you want to talk about? That was it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weston McKinney and R.I.P. Jenny Marsh. This, uh, Jenny Marsh. Oh, Jesse Marsh. Jenny this is Schalke Marsh. Mar- Jenny Marsh. This is, this is Schalke America, after all. Uh, yeah. you know, uh, Yank Lampard has, has been uh, relieved of his duties uh, uh, at, at Leeds United. Yeah. states of america unfortunately states of america. yeah um, so we'll see if he takes over the u.s men's national team job that's my quick uh two seconds of uh usa related content joe scally shout out to him good decent yeah. performance in this game sadly yes he had a good performance against us but didn't get an assist so that's good uh yeah let's okay on that note let's wrap things up uh jack where can our followers find you on social media at jm mangan j-m-m-a-n-g-a-n on twitter very good you can follow me at r underscore k-h-a-r-m-a-n uh, anywhere and uh again check out our website uh, shalkamerica.com uh just sent the invite for the discord in the chat so definitely come on over let's talk some shaka uh and then yeah next game is on friday against the wolfsburg uh hopefully we can find a way to uh crack the code the google the goal code it is and get some goals in this game uh but yeah jack um same time next week i guess huh absolutely all right, beautiful. Well, for Jack, I'm Richard. Schalke fans, thank you for being in the chat today. Uh, loved having the conversation today. So, uh, as always, we'll catch you soon. Blue Calf. Mm-hmm.